This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and welcomes a new member of the Movie Drone crew. Everybody and welcome to episode 136 of Movie Drone. I'm Mo. Mo? Yeah. Explain that one in a minute. I'm Mark. <laughs> Hello, mate. How you doing? Are you all right? Yes, uh, you. Oh, I thought I was out. You've got a new member of the Movie Drone gang. Oh. I thought I was out. No. No, no? we've got a new friend, haven't we? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, could be a friend. It could very well be <laughs> a lost episode. Yeah, it could go well. It could go badly. What you got then? Who's the new Got member? one of these new toys, mate. Got one of these roadcaster thingies where it's got all the buttons for the sections and shit. It's very posh. It makes us sound like we know what the fuck we're doing. No, but it's got like loads of lights on. It's quite um, sort of scary to look at. And I'm sort of twiddling as we're going. Don't twiddle. It could go wrong. Right. And we could lose it all. <laughs> so if you get this, we did all right. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's trying to get it all set up, isn't it? Right. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've had our normal, uh, normal sound issues. But there you go. Yeah. Go for it, mate. You uh, you see what happens. In theory, it's easier to have people on when we're sort of back out. Um, so obviously, when you can join us and we can have everything in, I can sort of dial someone in easier, apparently. Right. We can do prank calls and stuff, yeah, is that right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> We're just going to ring Lee every week. We could try, I don't know, do we got any of them pizza places that do like, if you deliver pizza in half hour to get it free, we could like start to ring them up live on air mm-hmm. and then time and Good to, might minute. be expensive. Yeah. Like they probably will deliver. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, how have you been then, mate? How have you been? It's been all right, mate. Playing with my new toy. Right. Had a few hospital visits in the week, various <laughs> people, let's not... Let's not dwell over that too much. I'm not going to mention you know? nothing. Yeah. No way, I'm not saying nothing. Yeah, we got got a couple in and out of there, but we're all fine. But other than that, mate, it started. What? It has started. Had a bit of nice weather. Right. Garden jobs. <laughs> I've started. Okay. Yeah, so I've been out. I've given the two huts a coat of stuff. Um, we got a hot tub that's manky, basically. We're I mean, I've seen it before yeah. uh, Before the lockdown. It's fucking horrible. Yeah, it is. So um, I decided... The You're way... not getting in that again, are you? No. Well, not now. Fuck. Because I decided the way I um, was going to empty it, I was going to say, basically said to the missus... Burn it. <laughs> might have been an idea, but I basically stabbed the shit out of it because I had right. some knives laying around. And then she went, why don't you just use a drain? It was a fair point, mate. Right. I didn't do it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that thing was fucking horrible. Yeah. I don't know what's growing in that. It's disgusting. It's There's em- like the remnants of lots of people. A and... good wind, mate, and it will blow it away. <laughs> oh dear. Right. Okay. How about you then, mate? Is that it? Yeah. You got you got an exciting day today, and you've had an exciting day coming up, and yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, it was exciting. It was exciting knowing that it was new car day. Yeah. Everyone knows it was new car day, so so that was fun. But it just seemed to have run away. From me, mate. Um, I've had so much to do, and all of a sudden it's over. Oh, I've no. got the car. I, I love it, it. Love everything about it. Uh, it's a couple of bits. A couple of bits. Oh. I don't, I don't, it hasn't got like a electric boot, automatic boot. Oh. Really weird. Don't oh. know about that. Dual seat. That's manual. Don't right. know why that's used. He's a bit gutted about that one. Dual uh, seat, as if you ain't <laughs> driving it then. Huh? <laughs> well, not at the moment. Yeah. And uh, I plugged it in for a while uh, this afternoon. And uh, I checked it just before we recorded. I had to go to my stepdad's quick drop his shopping off. And 
it hasn't put no charge in it. So uh, I'm not quite sure whether I'll be doing the work tomorrow. Ending, didn't <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. So I don't know. I've, I've got to check it after if I had to come away. So I've plugged it in. So hopefully I've got a bit of charge in it. Oh, Otherwise I'm not crossed. going to work tomorrow. It'd be a good excuse. Yeah. When it not yeah, to yeah. go. So there you go. So it's been all right. Um, Jamie Owen's new podcast. Yeah. And that's been good, isn't it? International Super Pod. I mean, I'm not a Green Day fan. I mean, not? you know what I'm like. I don't yeah. really like... Uh, Music-wise, I'd rather listen to spoken word. I'm more of a spoken word man yeah. um, when I'm driving and stuff. Plus, I don't really want to have the stereo in the car because it takes too much battery. <laughs> so... Uh... <laughs> Is this what your life has become? <laughs> yeah. Conserving battery already? Driving along on eco. Yeah. You know what I mean? Can't yeah. charge my phone or nothing. So, uh, yeah, basically. And uh, the reason that I'll call myself Mo, mate... Yeah. I'll set a world record okay. this week for the 5K. A I mean, I'm going to record. say a world record. It's more like a Steve world record. Okay. So, yeah, so I ran it in like 19 minutes and 29 seconds. So I know you don't actually know oh, it's gonna how say, fast that is. Is that good? Um, I mean, <laughs> put it this way. I mean, you probably need to be out for about an hour to do five kilometres, you. Okay, yeah. I mean, you. Well done, you. Oh, isn't it, eh? Mo yeah. Farah, Mo Farah. I'm very impressed. They call me. Well, they, I, I, like, I want them to call me Mo Farah at work, but they call me Steptoe. Okay. Because of my tendonitis, I've got some fingerless compression gloves, yeah. and I look like Harold Steptoe. Oh, you're so, getting bullied uh, in the workplace. <laughs> little bit, little bit. Mo's not catching on, but Steptoe seems to oh, be. Oh, disaster! Uh, never mind. Well, well done, mate. I'm, I'm sure someone listening to this is impressed. <laughs> Maybe someone might know what that means. I don't know. I don't know. But, but at yeah. least I'll be able to run when my car dies, the battery on the motorway. At least I'll be able to get home fairly quick. But yeah, by running. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. exciting day coming up next week as well, mate. Yeah. Oh, hey. well, a little bit, yeah. yeah. Well, is he exciting? Well, we've exciting? had Jamie Russell's birthday last week. Did we? Forgot about it. Happy birthday, Jamie. Well, oh, I, I say that. forgot about. Can't forget about saying you didn't know. No, no. So he told us it was his birthday last Sunday. Oh, so happy right. birthday. Okay, happy birthday, Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie got... Russell, not Jamie <laughs> Irwin. Glyn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so uh, I've got a birthday coming up, yeah. mate. You're right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exciting, next, next week. Yeah, I'm yeah, excited Wednesday. for you. Huh? Good, I mean, it's lucky it's not the recording night. No. Because I wouldn't have come. No, absolutely. I wouldn't have turned up. Yeah. So, there you go. Yeah, great. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> all, all your week's been then, mate. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, so yeah. Yeah, nice. Good. <laughs> <laughs> you got any thanks this week? Yes, then, mate? mate. I've got some thanks. I've got thanks to Mark Seeger, to Sophie, what should we watch? Emmett Verbal Diorama, Right Stuff Review, St. Paul's Filmcast, Podcast HQ, Forza Crowd, Ryan, Beautiful, Nerd Revert, WTM, The Movie Journey, Lee and Lewis Rain. Sounds a bit different. Yeah. Through the headphones. Okay. So I'm not quite sure if there's something to do with the remote connection. I saw, I can see over your shoulder. Yeah. You've got a little shelf. I have. What's that about? It's my little organising shelf, mate. Is it? Because with the new thing, you know how I like to have all my memory sticks stacked on the mixing desk? Right. Um, I didn't want to do it with this one because I've stickered it all up. All looks nice. So <laughs> I got the apprentice to make me a little shelf. Right. I did get the bits of wood out. I basically said I want these to look like a shelf. He did a lovely job. Right. Screwed it up. Okay. And bought myself some little trees for things right. to go in. I, can, I mean, I, I'd, I'd like to see it up close to see the, the workmanship on it, but I can only see it obviously through here. So let's see, let's see it's what it's good like. enough, mate. It's yeah. good enough for me. Yeah. This sounds different. Yeah, it so does. So I'm a bit worried that it's not recording or nothing, but no, I'm going to leave it up it to you. It says in front of me, mate, there's a big red button oh. that says wreck and okay. it, we're up to like 749. Okay, I'll leave that, I'll leave that up to you, mate. Yeah. Don't, don't, it's your fault, obviously. So I've got special thanks this week for all the people who've gone the extra special mile. It's Jill, Cassie, VHX Strikes Back, lovely, lovely Miriam, 
Jamie Russell, Cinema Recall, Glynn, Sean Panda Nicholson, Emirate Movies, Mr. Positivity, Wolfie T, Jamie Owen, LJ Human, Ben from Film Busters, Mike, Mike and Oscar, Oka Dura Paliawa and Glenn Thinks Stuff. Ah, oh, thank you all so much. Thank you very much indeed, yeah. guys. So, um, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're in control I'm of all control. of these now. Yeah, I know. It's great, <laughs> We've got a promo this week, I'm mate. I'm going to bust one out, mate. Here we go. Hello, I'm Paul. I'm Adam. And I'm Ben. And welcome to Film Busters. Three friends who love each other but hate each other's tastes in movies. You just hate Tom Cruise, don't you? It was annoying me. I think when I was watching it, I was in a mood to be irritated because I get irritated when I see Tom Cruise straight away. (laughs) How do you even get into a fucking acting career when you're that shit? The lines are awful, but you can't even deliver a shit line. Yeah, listen, listen right now. Let me just say that I wasn't bored at any point during the film. Oh, well, can I, I not? Can it, I not say something? No, I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm going first. I'm done with it. Fucking white male hero saving everyone all the time. It's particularly starting to piss me off. I don't think they should make any more Toy Story films after this one because because it's the perfect ending to a Toy Story franchise. It's ten out of ten. Fuck off. Oh. I don't think I can continue podcasting with you boys. I'm shocked. Him. <laughs> Find Film Busters on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all other major podcast platforms. Here we go. So that may or may not have been the promo for Film Busters. It sounded good, mind, mate. <laughs> so uh, yeah, they're doing, doing the lobster. They've done the lobster. Okay. Yeah. So oh, you, you haven't seen that I one. I want to see that one. I really want to see that one. You liked the Killing of a Sacred Deer, didn't you? It, yeah. yeah, I liked mostly for the way that the missus reacted to it. Right. That was the one where she just had like a little spack attack at the end right. because it just hit her so emotionally. And I was like, how amazing's that? Right. That film can do that to you. And she's like, oh, family, family, family. <laughs> and I was like, amazing, isn't it? It can okay. make you feel them things. All right. Well, let's see. Maybe the yeah. lobster might, uh, might come your way so, as well because yeah. I've got that. So, yeah, please listen to the Film Busters. Yeah. Okie dokie, mate. Do you want to play your theme tune? Yay! Welcome to the Mark Reads Some Film Lines in Some Similar Voices and Steve has to guess the film from the Lines Read to Get Points game. Hashtag, what's that film? Well, I mean, that may or may not have come over. (laughs) So people may or may not know what section it is. I'm sure I've um, set it up right, mate. Okay, (laughs) right. So, mate, uh, what's that film? Yeah. Who got what? What was it? Cut the fives, mate. Okay. Cut the fives. So LJ Angling got the five. Right. Jamie Russell got the three. Okay. Paul got one. What? I think Paul got one despite never having seen the film. Oh. Uh-huh. Sean, I think, got three, but okay. I lost a tweet. What did I what did I did you I got get? Uh, three as well, mate? Three, yeah. three. Okay. It was Lost Boys. Right. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Right. Okay. Obviously. Now I've done one today. A little clue this. Little clue, little tiny wincy little clue. I wanna see how many people are gonna turn around and go, Yeah, I've got five. Right. Let's find out who's right. brave enough to say okay. they got five. All right. Right, you ready then? I think so. Five points, mate. What's that film? I got so many hickeys, people think I'm a leper. Uh, Awful impression, uh, Was it? Was Awful. it? It sounded it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I probably would have got it. Uh, I don't know. No? Four points there, mate. Yeah. What's that film? Yeah. But it's true. I've just had the best summer of my life, and now I have to go away. It isn't fair. That was <laughs> awful. I'm doing that again. I'm doing that again. You can leave that one in. <laughs> but it's true. I've just had the best summer of my life, and now I have to go away. It isn't fair. That's better. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, that's put me off really badly. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't. I've got an item. I could guess. Guess. Guess why? No, because it's going to be wrong, isn't it? Um. No. No. Right. No, mate. Stupid Shit impression. Okay, sir. So three points in, mate. Yeah. What's that film? 
You can't just walk out of a drive-in. No, I don't know. No, two no. points then, mate. Yeah. What's that feel? Yeah. Doesn't matter if you win or lose, it's what you do with your dancing shoes. <laughs> Are you sort of seen it? I've seen it. I can't. Oh, yes, no, I know you've seen it because oh, I've yeah. asked you because I wanted to give it to your home. Yeah, no, I've seen it. I've seen it. You maybe probably, I lied. Cause I you might have seen it, it once. <laughs> maybe, maybe I lied. You'll, you'll get it on one. It's the oh, okay. point, oh, go on then. But one point, mate. Yeah. What's that feel? Yeah. I got chills. They're multiplying. And I'm losing control. I mean, right? Yeah. You just nod at me if you know you've got it. Yeah. 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 One point. Yeah. Is that what you're having? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. There we are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I can't remember any of the other lines. No, can you not? I'll tell no. you where they all are later. Oh, well, yeah. I'm very, very to interested to see who claims five. Right. Okay. Let's there you go. a fan. Right. Yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> okay, then, mate. So yes, well mate. done on that. Uh, do you want to move on? Yes, mate. This is. Mark's mail sack. There we go. So um, I've got a few in, I think. I've got a few, got a few mounting mate. up, haven't yeah, we? Yeah. So uh, maybe with the new toy, you can get people to read them out. This would be the plan, mate. Would it? I've got to get a little bit more. I've got to get more better on it. <laughs> or the English that would put that forward. <laughs> uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, please, do you want to let people know how they can get in Mark's mail sack? Absolutely. They can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. I can indeed. Yeah. Right. Okay. So we move seamlessly on. Yes. Maybe, maybe yeah. not. It's going to happen. So the next section, this is the section that we love to call question, question time. time. Question time. Question time. Time for the question. Question time. I'm so excited to see what you're going to deliver me, honestly, on, <laughs> as, a, as, a, as something to edit. It's going to turn up wait. and I'm going to go, right, okay then. I can't wait to get to a bit where I don't have to be on like standby to press a button. <laughs> okay. I'm like, quite wired at the moment. All right, so uh, we, we chose one. Yes. Who's it from? What's it about? From Scott, mate. Okay. What? I've had so much fun with this, Scott. Right. Um, it's probably a little bit too much fun. Right. But he says, hi, movie drone. I'm just catching up with my episodes and I've just listened to the Sharknado app. It's a silly idea, I agree, but it's actually quite good. We agree, Scott. Got me wondering, though, can you come up with five silly crossover films? The sillier, the better, he says. Scott, I've come up with hundreds of them, mate. <laughs> it's just trying to narrow them down. So much fun. Okay. All yeah. right, then, mate. So who's going first? Uh, did you do five? I've done like 100. I've, I've, I've done got, five. Okay, I'll, I'll pick one. Okay. Right, number five then, mate. Yeah. Sharktopus. Right. It's a shark cross with an octopus. That can't be it. Sharktopus. That's actually it? Yeah. That That's actually the best you've got? No, that's the number five. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, right. Ready? Yeah. My number five yeah. is Whirlworm. <laughs> Massive, wormy, eely creatures thrown up from the depths of the ocean via whirlpools. Oh, you've come up with an idea for it. Fuck right? yeah. Okay, a shark shags an octopus <laughs> and they have little shark octopus babies. Is that possible? Do they do that? Is that no. where they have sex? They Different don't do species, that. Right, yeah, okay. but it's... it's there At least some, make it plausible. There was some then, stuff in you? the water, right, and it, it altered their chromosomes. It's ruined. Make it plausible. Oh, okay. or don't bother. Okay. Number four for me then, mate. Elephantum. Right. Ghost elephants. <laughs> okay. I don't mind ghost yeah. elephants. Yeah. Number four for me. Yeah. Shitstorm. <laughs> During a big storm, water gets sucked up from the sewage plant and drops cack. Race against time to stop the world dying of hepatitis. Blimey, you've proper gone into it, yeah. yeah. My number three then, mate, Poultrygeist. 
Right, okay. Right. Is there not one called poultry, guys? I hope not, because I thought I was really clever. Oh, I think there might be. Hopefully there is, oh. and then you fucked up, and that would well, be like brilliant. It's like spooky chickens, basically, right, okay. that haunt people. I'm sure there's a poultry, guys. Could be. I'm going to check. Okay. All right. Go on, then. My number three is yeah. Tornadolly. <laughs> Dolly Parton becomes radioactive and gets the ability to throw tornadoes, like in a video game. Oh, it's fantastic. Tornadolly. Okay. All right. Yep, my number two then, mate. Molcano. I've got Molcano. No way. I've actually got Molcano. Uh, Where did you get it from? Just off the top of your head. Yeah, me and Miles was making them. I have. <laughs> I've done. I've got Molcano. I, th- I think Miles might have had that one. Has it? Yeah, Molcano. I've got a plague of lava mold spewing to the atmosphere, eating everything in their path. Oh. Molcano. Brilliant. Fuck. Oh, who That's ruined that? it. That has. Oh. Oh, My number I? one then, mate. Yeah. Cyclowns. Cyclones, <laughs> okay. It's like a cyclone full of killer clowns. Oh, <laughs> yes, right, yeah. My number, well, I have to be my number one now, yeah. was my number two, is Hurricane Fly, <laughs> which is a swarm of daddy long legs that feast on human flesh unleashed to an unsuspecting population. Okay. Hurricane Fly. I mean, I did read once, I think this is bollocks, but someone said... Crane flies, right, they're the most venomous creature in the world, <laughs> but they just can't actually bite you to get it in you. I don't know how true that is, but I've heard it a few times. Surely they would evolve, wouldn't they? I mean, crane flies have their wings picked off and everything. Surely they would evolve Perhaps and get their are, own mate. back. Perhaps they are, we just don't mm. know it. Ooh, be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, it comes out in your movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking volcano. That was my favourite one, that was. <laughs> That's why I was saving it. Oh, sorry, Fucking miles. Right. <laughs> Okay, okay, then, mate. Well, I enjoyed that. Yeah. All right. Thank I you very much, much Scott. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit upset you didn't like me. Um, the other one that I was shocked puss. I, it's not that I didn't like it. It's just it had no substance behind it, and then you lied about how it came about, <laughs> and like, so it just doesn't count, does it? Yeah. A bit of luck. Right. I didn't pull out beetle goose. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then, mate. Yeah. Right. So we're done. Yeah. Right on to the main review. Yes, mate. The reason that we're here. Mm. What did we watch? We watched a film, mate. It's currently 6.6 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 12, 1 hour, 28 minutes build as a drama romance with a synopsis of when David and Christopher, who are college freshmen, meet at a football game and fall in love. A tragic event from the past threatens to tear them apart. Got no figures at all on this one, mate. Okay, this is directed by Brian O'Donnell and Sasha King, starring Matthew Frias, Joseph Melendez, Edmund Donovan, Andrea Burns, Isabel Rose Mercado, Amy Dalouz and Caitlin Rose. This was the Lewis Rame chosen Akron from 2015. I mean, have you got a clip on your thing? Let's have a go, shall we? You know, sometimes I wish I lived on campus. I mean, I love my family and all, but there's not much freedom and space on my own, you know? There's not much space in my dorm either. My roommate never leaves. So, what's your major exactly? Biomedical engineering. I eventually want to be a doctor. Design tissue. Wow. You? I'm in arts and sciences. My classmates seem to go by the rule that the less you know, the more you talk. And I like to talk, as you can tell, but (laughs) I like to talk to smart people. Like you. There we go. Yeah. Lovely, 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 lovely. Very soothing clip, that. It's weird being able to obviously, obviously hear. 
Yeah, it is, isn't it? Because I never hear them until after we've recorded, and then right. I actually listen to them afterwards and think, Mark, that is really shit, and I'm yeah. embarrassed to put this in the podcast. But like, at least Some I know now. Them, so. If you had any idea how difficult that was to find, mate. <laughs> really? Yeah, okay. terrible. So for Louis Ream, uh, Louis Ream uh, asked us um, to... What did, I mean, Well, he asked us to do an indie film specifically LGBTQ+. I'm not sure what the plus means, but I'm guessing it means everything. Um, and he said he'd be interested to hear what a presumably straight audience have to say about it. Yeah, so uh, he gave us three. Yeah. Uh, we could only find one or ac- yeah. had access to one. Yeah. Um, so what did you think then, mate, of 2015's Akron? Was it better than Volcano? It's always going to be better than Volcano, wasn't it? That sounds <laughs> awful. But, yeah, I might get corrected on this one, mate. Um, but I think this come across more like a TV movie. Right. I'm not sure whether it was. Right, it yeah. definitely had TV movie vibes, the way it was filmed, the way it was acted. Mm. Um, I, I had nothing against it. It was a nice little story, good acting, some bad acting. I'm, it was more. It was better than middle of the road. I got more out of it than that. Um, but it was a nice little story. Okay. Yeah, you? A uh, little bit disappointed. Yeah. A little bit disappointed. So I'm just wondering whether um, whether this was uh, the, the first choice of, of yeah. Louis. Not quite sure whether it would have been or not. I mean, I didn't think that I learned anything about the culture, the lifestyle, the struggles. It could have, for me, have been a film with a man and a woman in. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't necessarily about um, uh, gay lifestyle or anything like that, or gay struggle. or So it was just a drama, basically. Yeah. I don't do that well with dramas. Yeah. Saying that, it was okay. Yeah. Um, perfectly watchable. Yeah. Like you, I didn't have a problem um, with it. It's just that, so we've, Jill's been watching something and I've been watching a little bit of it called It's a Sin. Okay. Um, and it's about uh, the AIDS epidemic in England um, in, I think it was the 80s. And it shows so much about sort of like the, the club lifestyle and, and the things that were going on then. And I'll get a lot more of it. And this is what I was sort of hoping that this film was going to be. Okay. It was going to teach me something. I mean, we obviously know um, gay people. Yeah. And I think that I've learned more from hanging around with them than, like I say, than I would from, from watching a film like this. Yeah, I, I think this is one of them, I agree with you, where, I mean, I wouldn't even say gay theme because it's not a gay theme to it. The the main part of the sort of film is the struggle about their relationship, not because of their sexuality, but because of something that's happened previously. Um, spoiler alert, there's basically, we've got two guys. One is in a family, is in a um, Latino family who lost a child in a car accident. And it turns out the guy you met, um, his mum is the one that accidentally ran over said child um, and has created this turmoil in their lives. And I think they have struggled. They're very accepting, actually, aren't they? They're very good. Both sets of parents accept their children for what they are. Yeah, there's, very much so. There's no undertone of they are unhappy about their children's sort of sexuality. It's just about the choice of partner and the ramifications that brings. Which could obviously have been... Been uh, anyone. Yeah, yeah, it could have been a, no, any sort of... Uh, a, Denomination of people. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder whether, like, I mean, Lewis said, um, this is like an LGBT film. Like, I'm with you. I didn't feel that it necessarily was. It was just a film. Mm. I mean, you know exactly what's going to happen, really, don't you? In the first fifteen minutes, yeah, you can sort of work it out. I did because the missus told me straight away. Right, okay. goes, I've got it. I've got it, and then told me. <laughs> right, terrific. <laughs> okay. I mean, the two uh, leads are actually. Uh, gay, oh, they men, really? yes, okay. and yeah, I think you can tell. I think they're, they're very natural together. Yeah, 
sometimes, I'm not saying all the time, but sometimes when you have straight people uh, playing gay men, it can look a little bit uh, I, forced. But yeah. this was, looked very, very natural. They looked like it was, it was almost like, I mean, a lot of the film was like you were just following them around in real life, which I enjoyed. However, it made it a little bit worse. We'll get onto it a little bit later when that sort of started to fall apart a bit. Yeah, I mean, I've got, um, we all the missus is watching this TV program. I can't remember what it's called. What's Charlie Sheen's dad's name? Uh, Martin. Martin Sheen. It's got Martin Sheen in. Um, it's about basically them two. There's two sets of people. So there's two men, two women. They used to be married, and then it turns out the husband's been having an affair for twenty years or something, and now they're together. And obviously Martin Sheen is straight. And I do watch them, and I said to the missus, "There's no way he's believable as a gay man because right. they do look awkward." And yeah. you could definitely didn't get any of that on this part. They no, were not very at all. comfortable. Not at all. Nice couple of guys, though. I thought I actually liked the character. Yeah. I like both the characters. They sound, both seem likeable, sort of down-to-earth guys. Yeah. And I like their performances. Yeah. And I really I, did. I like the way they didn't feel the need to camp them up. You know, no, they, no, They were no, just no. two yeah. guys. They just weren't, they could have been anyone. They didn't They didn't feel the need to put anything in to challenge us about gays. No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, but this is why I'm a little bit surprised that uh, this this was one of the... The choices. Um, I mean, I think it's, it's quite nasty to say about it, though, but I didn't find any of the film particularly challenging. No. I thought it was a bit of a run-of-the-mill story. Their relationship le- or learning about them didn't challenge me. They they was just two people. It was just a relationship. They was in love. They didn't go for, like, the drug-fueled or the seedy side of it, which I quite liked. It was nice to see something with a gay relationship where they didn't have to go into any stereotypes that people may or may not have. Yeah. I mean, like I say, that it's a sin does get quite uh, to the knuckle. Yeah, but um, isn't that based on a, a decent amount of fact and perhaps... Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I say, it is, uh, it is quite in your face. Yeah, but um, that, that's, that's fine if it's how it is, but the, when they feel the need to go into stereotypes because that's how they think people perceive them, mm-hmm. um, it, it just makes me feel a bit uncomfortable sometimes because yeah. I, I just feel that they're not... Obviously, these are just two guys that are in love. Yep. I mean, I liked uh, Amy Deleuze, her performance. Yep. So uh, he was, she was Christopher's mum. Yeah. Right? She was uh, nuts. Yeah, yeah. She was. Uh, and then uh, over uh, Andrea Burns, I thought she was okay as Benny's mum. But um, Yeah, I found her, the, like, her and her sister, yeah, like, her sister. and the, the daughter, yeah. I found that a bit TV movie sometimes with their reactions and yeah. actions. I think Isabel Rose Machado, she just didn't have much to do. I didn't particularly like it when she was on screen. I didn't think that she was particularly good. So certainly when you was hanging around with that family, there was at least 50% of it that I wasn't enjoying the performance. Yeah, I did find as well. One thing about this film, mate, fuck me, did they love an acoustic guitar. (laughs) Jesus. You heard it in the clip. I was was trying to find a clip, (laughs) and the whole trailer for this film has four words in it. The rest of it is acoustic guitar. I had to go onto a Spanish YouTube (laughs) <laughs> to try and get a bit that had some dialogue in. It was painful. But I found a bit, but I was like, wow, they like some acoustics. Right. Okay, yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I quite enjoyed it. I, I found it quite, because it wasn't that challenging, um, and it was obviously just a fairly run-of-the-mill drama. Uh, the, the tragedy was sort of shown at the start, didn't really raise its head. It was just arguments after yeah. that wasn't it um uh, i found the, the music quite i found the film quite soothing yeah do you know when i would have liked to have watched this uh-huh. in the winter on a sunday That's what can say in the hot tub we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> no, but in in the winter you've just been out maybe had a walk and you've had a sunday roast and you got a glass of wine right just a lazy sunday afternoon film uh-huh, yeah you know what i mean i 
I think I watched this on a Saturday night, mm. and it was just, it's not a Saturday night film. It's a nice, lazy Sunday afternoon when you just don't need anything too challenging. It's sunny, nice to watch. Yeah. It worked, it worked perfect. I mean, there was one challenging scene um, <laughs> when those, okay. I mean, the only, I've mean, got to be honest, the only hot tub that I can think about worse than your horrible, grime-ridden one out there yeah. was this one. When, when, <laughs> when they, they didn't have any bubbles, yeah. uh, and obviously had Christopher and Benny in it. Why did his mum get in with them? I don't know, mate. It was very, very awkward, I that scene. uncomfortable. It was very... <laughs> I remember saying, uh, I think I remember turning around when she was sort of like getting into her bikini, and obviously the guys were in there. They wanted to spend a bit of time together. Uh, I don't know why there wasn't... It was just like a bath, wasn't it? There was no... I'd imagine, because otherwise you'd have been sitting there listening to... Like that. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I was just really, really weird that uh, she... And I turned around and went, she's getting in. Why is she getting in? And she did. And it, it was very weird. It was a really, really strange... I think I'd rather be in your hot tub. All I could imagine was me and Jill sitting in a hot tub and her mum getting in. That's the only <laughs> thing I, That's in my mind now. Sorry, Chris. Sorry, Mike. Um... But yeah, that's all I've got in my mind now. Is this me happened, and Jill no. going to a hot tub? Huh? Never happened. I, I don't really like them. They play with me asthma, unfortunately. Oh, that'd be a shame. Always, I would uh, pay them good money on their next holiday <laughs> just to set just that to up for me. <laughs> but uh, I'll make my own bubbles in them anyway. Thing is, with uh, hot tubs, well, I couldn't have been very wet. Right. When they had their argument, he got out and he went and sat down. He was dry. <laughs> yeah, was yeah I mean, let's not pick it apart. Come on, do you know what I mean? It's better than your hot tub. <laughs> um, the mum and dad's attitude at the end. Um, I didn't seem to match their characters for me early. They seemed no. really cool and all that. And then all of a sudden, when they found out, they really did turn. Um, and it, the character arc didn't fit for me. Okay, I bit. felt, I'm not sure whether this is true or not, but I felt the dad would have gone along with anything. I felt he was led by the mum. And I think the mum seemed to carry more grief than the dad did. I think the dad did, obviously was upset about it, but I think he was seeing his wife in distress and he was trying to back her up and I think it was all about her being accepted because once she decided it was okay and yeah. he was the one who sort of had to work with her and went, look, we've got to try harder. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. It's just that we sort of saw his dad. Uh, it wasn't like there was a conversation between his dad and his mum no. where she sort of like convinced him. He just did seem to be. I mean, we're talking about the bit where they found out that Christopher's mum was the one yeah. that, that ran down uh, Benny's yeah. brother. Um, their other son but uh, yeah it just seemed to be a little bit of a shift that I didn't quite see coming and yeah. didn't quite believe gotta be honest I mean the dad was a fucking legend though wasn't he at the start it yeah, was yeah. like look can I have a word gives yeah. him what I can only describe as the biggest box of Johnny I've ever seen <laughs> condoms I mean we've got Americans so they don't know condoms. what Johnny is right. okay. <laughs> do they not know, they not call it a Johnny I don't know do they call it a Johnny I don't right. think so anyone Rubber in America do you call a condom a Johnny I don't think they call it a Johnny let's find out <laughs> Let us know if you call it a Johnny. But yeah, biggest box of Johnny's you've Stop ever seen. No word, Johnny. <laughs> Do we tell them the dog story? No. No, let's not. But that could sound really that's, bad. That sounds really bad. That, that sounds, sounds bad. You'd better tell it now. Yeah, basically, my dog ate a condom up the park. And then the next day, <laughs> on the same time walk, I had to pull it out of my dog from the rear end. And the dog got the nickname Johnny for a little while, <laughs> which Steve found absolutely hilarious. I still find it funny. Yeah. I still think about it. I still tell that story to people who don't know. So that's how fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. But, uh, yeah, no more word, Johnny. No. So, um, yeah, 
and that's when it sort of started to go a bit. Uh, for me, that's when it really did look like a TV movie, okay. like the sister getting involved and her sort of like trying to act, and and the mum. It, it reminded me. I see these videos on Facebook. It comes up with these scripted videos about all. Oh, um, look at this person. They've like cussed off this homeless man, and then this homeless man turns out to end up being their boss or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah. a moralistic sort of very scripted, very poorly acted. And it sort of went into that, unfortunately, for me towards the end. Yeah, no, I can get it. I mean, I, I like the way it showed how a tragedy could shape your life and how it can change people's perceptions on how they do. Um, but I just found it a little bit open-ended at the end. I just sort of wanted a little bit more closure. Right. Um, sort of, you had Chris's mum come up and started sort of going, oh, I'm not doing this for you, I'm doing this for our boys. And then she sort of wandered off and then we didn't see her again and there mm. was no real closure there. They obviously accepted Christopher a little bit more at the end, yeah. um, which Benny was very happy. I like that bit, but I just thought it's it still left it open mm. and I felt they would have closed it up a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I haven't got much more to say about it, unfortunately. One thing I was surprised about, apparently this this film was very controversial when it came out. Right. Uh, very well, in 2015? Apparently, because, um, I mean, we... Don't have a big Latino population in the UK, so we don't. We're, so I suppose we're a little bit sort of away from this. But apparently, the character, the main character, being Latino, um, and in their culture, it's seen as more taboo. And this resulted in a really low IMDb score. Um, apparently, it was initially around three oh, yeah, on okay. IMDb, and there was actually accusations made against a, an actual church, a Latino church that was organising. Um, people to go on and give it these really really low scores to drive it down because it was showing latino people being that accepting of this relationship and they right. didn't feel they should be all right um, i mean it makes sense they are very religious uh very yeah, religious. but I, th- I thought it showed people all these sort of people in a really good light when i found out that perhaps latinos were less accept certain latinos were less accepting of that lifestyle the fact that these were so cool about it and it that that it was never even mentioned or raised as a, the tiniest issue. No, I mean, but like I say, religion doesn't really accept, does it? No. So, uh, but I, I mean, I, overall, mate, I really liked it. I thought there was a nice, really nice couple of lads, nice story. I, I didn't didn't have a lot of negatives about it. It just didn't challenge me a lot. I think I would. I'd sort of invite Lewis to try and maybe give us another one that he feels might challenge us. Yeah, I mean, I've got that it's just watchable, not educational. Yeah, no, I, I think that's the first... It is, like you say, it's drama. My opinions haven't changed, been challenged or anything. Great. Why okay. Not? Yeah. What score you got there, mate? 68. Have you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've only got 55. Yeah. And, and that's not saying that I've got it. It's a reasonable drama. Dramas are not my thing. I, you like, know. I like a drama a bit more. Yeah, you yeah. do. Um, but I'm not sure it's the best introduction to LGBTQ. No. Um, so, but like I say, yeah, I'm open to to watching something yeah. else. Maybe the other two were yeah, slightly perhaps different. Yeah, another one of the other two. You can let us know that would challenge us or would be a I'm bit a, more of an educational what. Yeah, and we'll see if we can find it somewhere. Yeah. All right, mate. You watched anything else? Only one, mate. The rest okay. of it. Well, I've watched a few. I've been trying to get ahead of homeworks to give you. I'm trying to make sure I've got enough in the bank. Um, but in between it, I noticed Capone had come on Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got about 40 minutes in. Couldn't do anymore. Really? You stopped? I, I couldn't, mate. Oh. I, I, I like It wasn't set for homework. I didn't feel like I had to watch oh. it. And I, it was You're not bad. saying where he shits himself and that? Yeah, I saw where he just wasn't very good. I was right. really, really disappointed. See, I quite, like, I quite enjoyed it because it's obviously a bit weird. Yeah, it's shit. <laughs> I don't think it's shit. No, it's shit. It's just a bit weird. Shit. 
Right. How about you then, mate? I've only watched a couple of documentaries again. Documentaries. Okay. Uh, Biggie Smalls one. I think it's called I Have a Story. Forgot to get that right. 71. I like a bit of Biggie Smalls. Okay. Uh, do you know who Biggie Smalls is? A rapper. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Good yeah. job. Well done. Um, but yeah, that was quite good. It's like a home movie that they made. Was he big or was he small? No, he's quite big. Okay. Quite big. Um, and uh, Bruno versus Tyson. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, quite a good one. Can you yeah. do a Bruno and Tyson impression? Oh. Uh, not off the top of my head, mate. You should have given me a little bit of a... Um, what, what was his famous phrase, Frank Bruno? You know what I mean, Harry? You know what I mean, Harry? You know what I mean? H- oh, he did the HP one, didn't he? <laughs> did oh, he? let me HP sauce. You know what I mean, Harry? That one? <laughs> and if, if my tassel be like that, be that strong hand. <laughs> She's so strong hand. Mama strong hand. Grab a strong hand. Mama funny. <laughs> oh, dear. Impressions, impressions. <laughs> but yeah, so I watched that. I've got 65 on that. Um, it's all right, yeah. Don't, don't mind that. <laughs> that was quite good, yeah. It's quite good, yeah. yeah. I've been into my documentaries, haven't yeah. I? Yeah, I'll, I might give that one a go. I'll be actually quite interested in that. Both big characters, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. Mm. So, uh, so yeah, I need to start watching some films a bit more. Hopefully, I will get a chance this weekend, maybe on my cool. birthday or something. Yeah, but exciting, isn't it? All right, okay. Do yeah. you want to move on? Yes, mate. This is the next section. This is the section that we love to call homework. <laughs> There we go, and this is the section where we give each other films that we love and the other one hasn't seen in the hope of uncovering hidden gems. What did you give me, mate? I gave you a film, mate. It's currently 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb. is an 18, two hours long build as a crime horror mystery with a synopsis of former FBI profiler Will Graham returns to service to pursue a deranged serial killer named The Tooth Fairy by the media, starring William Peterson, Kim Greist, Joan Allen, Brian Cox, not that one, $15 million budget, grossing $8.6 million. This is 1986's Manhunter. It was, yeah. Now, Michael Mann, wasn't it? Michael yeah. Mann film. Yeah. Um, I, I think you're going to be disappointed in me in this one. All right. Really didn't get on with it. Did you not? No. Okay. Um, the DVD print was quite jumpy. Okay. Which is really weird. Yeah. It's not normally... Uh, I struggled a little bit sort of watching it. I don't know where that print's come from and why it was, no. wasn't quite... Uh, I don't know if you noticed it, did you? No. And I thought it was like a TV movie. Now... It was so 80s, wasn't it? Oh, mate. I it mean... so 80s. No, listen. I mean, I love the 80s. Yeah. You know I go on about the 80s. Yeah. There's not many things that I can call too 80s for me. This... Was too really? 80s for oh, even me. I, I thought this was a win. The stunt. No. I said to the missus, right, this is so 80s, he's going to fucking love it. No, I, I didn't. I mean, no. it's got, it's the, the horrible, overpowering score yeah. was just way, way too oh, much. I loved the score. Did you? I thought it was amazing. I yeah. couldn't, I mean, there was like a, a dream sequence and it just, the score just overpowered everything. Reminded just me a little bit of Nightmare on Elm Street score at points. Oh, I, I, honestly, I mean, I've actually read up a little bit about this because I thought to myself, I'll have a look at the score yeah. on IMDb. So it's like 7.7 7 or something. 7.2. Was I, it? Yeah. Okay. And um, and I thought to myself, that can't be right. So I sort of like had a look at something and it said that some people are saying that this is the best one of the series. Yeah, no, it's not. Well, I know it's not. Yeah. But And I was thinking, this can't be right. And obviously it's Michael Mann. And like I, I just wondered what, I, I don't know what I've missed. I've yeah. got to be honest, I've clearly missed something. The score did ruin it. 
I thought the lead actor was horrendous. I thought it was one of the worst performances I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. I hated the way that he deduced what was going on yeah. when he was like shouting stuff. The process of how he worked was really, really weird where he was like, he, he was just standing near a tree or something where he thinks the killer had been sitting and he was just like shouting, you watched them, you watched them a son of a bitch, didn't you? You watched them. And he was like, there was no one around, but he was shouting it out loud. Okay. And I noticed the way that he worked, but it was weird as hell. Not a fan then, no? No. I thought it was pretty cheap. Yeah. Um, I like the killer. Yeah. I thought we had something about him. Yeah. I like the story, really, uh, of him and the blind girlfriend. Yeah. I thought that was all right. The supporting actors, I mean, I've got to be honest, I didn't really like many of them. And I think I've just missed a point. The score rubbed me up the wrong way. Pretty much made me really irritated. Now, I am pretty sure that I need to rewatch it okay. and give it a go. Maybe it was my frame of mind. Yeah. Maybe I was a bit worried about something else or the time or um, I can't remember when I watched it. It was one evening me and Jill watched it or, or during the day. So maybe I just wasn't really into How it. How did Jill get on with it? Uh, yeah, she didn't really like it. Neither. Really? Okay. Yeah. I didn't mind Hannibal Lecter, Brian yeah. Cox, but I found it weird watching him as Hannibal. Which is weird, considering he is the original Hannibal. Yes, isn't he? exactly, and that, and that's that's what I thought. I thought to myself, this shouldn't be weird because he, he was the. And there was a little bit of a cat and mouse, but not as much as you'd got in the more recent films. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure I'm going to upset some people. Will probably think this is the best one, but if you don't like that score yeah. on the main performance, you're going to struggle with this one. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. The only bit I agree with, I think, is with Hannibal, obviously. This is probably the story that features Hannibal Lecter the least. So yeah. obviously with Silence of the Lambs, you got to know him. And I think bringing out Silence of the Lambs first with the other series was a shrewd move because you really got to get in with the character. Yeah. Whereas bringing Red Dragon out straight, if you'd have done that straight away, you wouldn't have had that sort of bit with him. No. Um, so it was it was a weird choice to bring it out. I mean... But uh, yeah, I, I thought it was quite enjoyable, mate. I love the score. Okay. Yeah, really like it. I mean, I didn't really... I mean, my actual summing up is that it was 280s. The DVD should have come wrapped in waffle trousers and a wire cardigan. Okay. That's how 80s it was. <laughs> um, and uh, for, to our 80s me, is saying something, oh. and I just could not get on with it. I'm really sorry. That's fine, mate. Did not have a good time of it. No, 22. Ooh, All the worst bits of 80s filmmaking, I'm afraid. I know, oh, for a Michael Mann film as yeah. well. Very, very surprised. Um, maybe, I mean, to be honest, maybe with a bit of editing and toning the score down a bit so yeah. it wasn't overpowering, yeah. would have made a lot of difference. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, very, very weird. Interesting. Okay, mate. Yes. So I gave you a 2008 film directed by Bruce MacDonald starring Stephen McHattie, Lisa Hall, Georgina Riley, Hrant Alianak, Rick Roberts, Boyd Banks, Tony Burgess and Rachel Burns. Running time of 95 minutes, no budget, but a box office of $32,000, 6.6 on IMDb, 84% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of a radio host interprets the possible outbreak of a deadly virus which infects the small Ontario town he is stationed in. I gave you 2008. Pontypool. Jesus, what'd you read out every cast member? There was barely anyone in here. <laughs> just, just what I right. Not what I expected at all, mate. All right. Not even a little bit what I expected. Right. It was weird. When you told me zombie film or yeah. I heard zombie film somewhere. Weird. Um I thought it 
single loca or pretty much single location. Yeah. And for me, that had its pros and cons. I've not put my notes in any semblance of order, so I'll come back to whether a pro <laughs> or con because you know why would I? I've not been busy this week at all. Um, it probably took longer to get into than I would have liked. Um, it did drag at points, or according to my notes, it drayed at points. Um, <laughs> but I did think it was really original, and it did take me a little while to get my head round. And it did, when I was sort of learning with uh, the members of the film, so the, the actual characters, when they was learning, we was learning, which I quite liked, and it did make you think in real time. There mm. was no real sort of bits. It only had a few of the zombie tropes. I mean, it had the main one of, oh, we're in a building, and they're all coming after us, and we're sort of stranded. So it did have those. But other than that, it was pretty original throughout, which I did enjoy. And this is another one that they're, another one of those which is kind of like a zombie film, but not a zombie film. Like mm. One Cut of the Dead, where you watch it, and you go, well, it's not really a zombie film, but it comes under that zombie genre, if you like. Um, I couldn't really work out what the zombies were trying to achieve at points. I, I did read today that they were flesh-eating zombies right. in the book, but I didn't really feel that came across in the film. Right. I assumed as much. I mean, you should assume that probably, because yeah. probably 100% of most of the zombies in film a flesh eating. Yeah, but this is where I say like the single location sometimes worked. It didn't. The fact it was single location and we didn't actually have any kills meant that you didn't find that out. Okay. So I think if they could have gone off single location and saw that they were mean motherfuckers. Right. Would you uh, take a chance? If someone said zombies, would you take a chance we that they weren't the, the only the only flesh eating, non flesh eating no, ones? No. But we had the discussion, me and the missus in as we was watching it and I was like, look I will probably try for a few hours and then I'll just become a zombie because oh. I don't think I've got it in me to, you know, whether just constantly fighting for survival. It seems a lot of effort. <laughs> and I think I'll just become one of them. I think, would yeah, you? Yeah, I think so. I'd have some fun smashing them up first and running around. Then when I got out of breath, my legs started hurting. I'd just be like, I'll just take me. Generally, though, people just fuck it up by being stupid, didn't they? They I do. mean, you, you, they're, they're, in a lot of the films you watch, if people just stay where they are, or like, what was the one in the mall when they fucked yeah. that up? You know yeah. what I mean? You don't need to fuck that up. But it depends if I get Dawn of the Dead original zombies or Dawn of the Dead remake oh. zombies, because if them fuckers can run, I'm doomed. Yeah, I told you. Not the, like uh, Mo Farrow the, over here, you're fucking outrun. <laughs> oh, right. The science park um, up there. Yeah, that's where um, you're heading. That's where I'm heading. I'll meet yeah. you there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. don't worry. Okay. If your car makes it, don't yeah. run out of <laughs> I can run, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought the acting was spot on and I loved, I did love the set this is like a single location I loved it I thought it was great I really want that studio I thought it was like a bunker wasn't it yeah it was it was mm. really really quite I, I have this weird thing right I've never ever told anyone this in my whole life right, I'm sure you right, want this to do well, this, this episode ain't coming out anywhere right, on that so thing this might embarrass me it might not but whenever I imagine myself at somewhere that I'm quite excited about I'll get like goosebumps bumps right. and I get like tingles right. and I thought about having it and what I do when I was there and like of all the stuff and I I ended up with tingles it's weird right. and I was like I really want that place cool story that one <laughs> um, but I, I thought we'd done a great job of pulling you into the film as well like, like I said with the real time thing but it was like you was really there with them and I like the fact they was confused about everything as we were mm. um, and they were sort of learning it was great could give or take the Doctor. I didn't like it. It was a bit stereotypical character. The way he crawled in, the way he crawled out. It was a bit humory, but not very funny. Um, I thought it was clever. It had sort of social messages in there that you can pick and choose from if you so wished. 
But I did get to the end and felt like I'd had enough. I just felt like it needed an extra pump. Um, and it's a little punch. And I don't know. I just felt like it lacked something. Right. Um, I thought the end was quite clever, but I just needed something a little bit more. But it did contain something zombie films don't normally do, and that's a little bit of intelligence okay. and an intelligently written script. I just wanted a bit more guts and gore, maybe a couple of kills, maybe seeing the um, helicopter scene or something like that with his car. Mm. I, I don't know. I just felt like the single location worked for it and worked against it at the same time. Right. But I do think it's worth another watch, and I will give it another watch. Um, it's on Prime now if anyone wants to. Oh, if, it? like, if it's on real time now, if you're listening Sunday, it is on Amazon Prime now. Oh, it right. came out, ironically, a day after I could have watched right. it on Prime. <laughs> um, so I had to watch the Blu-ray. But it's on there. If you want to catch up on it, go and watch it. Yeah. Go in knowing what type of film it is. I think you might enjoy it more. It's the LJ Human. It's, yeah, it's he really likes it, doesn't he? Watch that. Yeah, yeah um, like I say, it was quite placid. It was gentle with minimum violence and confrontation, but it did drag you in. Give it a go. I am going to give it another watch knowing what I've got coming and I think I will enjoy it more. At the moment, I've got 71. Okay. All right. Not too bad. Not too bad. This is just a a different little zombie film. It's it's very different. Um, And applause for for doing something different. And I I did enjoy it. I Mm. just did. I don't know whether I went in expecting something and the shock of getting something totally different threw me a little bit. Okay. No worries. So what you got for me next week, mate? Oh... Kind of breaking homework rules, but I'm not. I'm not. I really, I like this film. I'm not going to say it's my favourite, but I want to chat about this film because of the controversy around it. I think it'll make a good discussion, mate. So I've got you a film that's currently 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb. It's rated X, one hour, 51 minutes, billed as a biography drama history. With a synopsis of in 17th century France, Father Urban Grandier seeks to protect the city of London from the corrupt establishment of Cardinal Richelieu. Hysteria occurs within the city when he is accused of witchcraft by a sexually repressed nun. Starring Vanessa Redgrave and Oliver Reed. No figures, mate, but loads and loads of controversy. 1971's The Devils. It's Ken Russell, yeah? It is a Ken Russell film. Mark oh. Kermode describes this as a masterpiece. Yeah, Mark Kermode has an introduction, I think, on the DVD, I think. He does. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'll probably skip that. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's two minutes. Is it? It is two minutes. Right. It's worth. I've listened to a podcast about this not so long back. Thought I'm going to revisit this. Not seen it for many, many years. Right. I'm going to revisit this, and it is as cranky as I remember. And I certainly didn't get on with it first time. Right. I did get on with it a bit better this time, but I, I want to discuss the bit about the masterpiece, and I want to know. It's seven point eight. It's got a high IMDb score. Okay. It's thought a lot of by a lot of people. I'm not going to tell you which way I am. Okay. I want to know what you think. I don't know how you see it. Okay, no worries. Right. I mean, along the same veins, I'm giving you 2019 film uh, directed by Olivia Wilde, starring Caitlin Deaver, Beanie Fieldston, Jessica Williams, running time of 105 minutes, budget of $6 million, box office of 24.9 million, 7.2 on IMDb, 96% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a long synopsis of, on the eve of their high school graduation, two academic superstars and best friends realise they should have worked less and played more. Determined not to fall short of their peers, the girls tried to cram four years of fun into one night. I'm giving you the extremely controversial Booksmart. Is it extremely controversial? 
<laughs> no, it's just something to lighten the mood. Oh, so, uh, okay. <laughs> I, I wanted to see this one. It's a joke. I, I really like Olivia. It's not funny. I really like <laughs> Olivia Wilde. It's about as funny as the one that's going to be at the end, uh, mate. Right, okay. I really, really like Olivia Wilde. So okay. Well, well she's not in it. No, I know she's direct, but I've, I've been following her on Twitter where she talks about all of her directing stuff, and I've right. really enjoyed following it. Okay. Don't know why I haven't watched it. All right, um, there you go. Yeah, I just thought I'd give you something to lighten the mood. Thank you, mate. I thought it was all right. So, mm. uh, yeah, there you go. Cool. All right then, mate. So what are we doing for next week's main? We are going to celebrate International Women's Day, mate, with a female-directed film okay. of your choice. Because it's your birthday. <laughs> so you've chosen what, mate? <laughs> I mean, I, there's a lot to choose from. Yeah. There's a lot of really good... Uh, I mean, I, I would love to have done You Were Never Really Here, but we've discussed that before. <sighs> yeah. So I would like to do that. But you'd think I'd go for something like Fairly Light Iron. I've gone for a, a 1980s vampire film. Okay. Uh, directed by Catherine Bigelow. Oh, big name. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's near dark. Cool. All right. We'll give it a go, mate. Okay. I did look for all the female directed films um, that are in like the top 150. We and I have covered some. Yeah, yeah. And in I fairness know. to us, yeah. pat ourselves on the back <laughs> and all the women out there are amazing for doing the films because they have done some fucking stalkers. Well, we could have done um, a point break. Yeah. I mean, that was, but like I say, we didn't really want to, well, I was, we've seen that loads of times, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about doing the Hurt Locker yeah. and Zero Dark Thirty, stuff like that, but I decided uh, it's my birthday. Yeah. I like vampires. I do like 80s. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's too 80s, this one. No. So near fucking dark. Why not, mate? What we're watching. Why not? All right? Yeah. I mean, it could have been worse for you. Yeah, it you could have I mean? been a lot worse. <laughs> so then, mate, well done. Um, do you want to reiterate how people can contact us on social media? Absolutely. They can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. They can indeed. So uh, obviously, we don't know when cinemas and that are starting up again. Yeah. I think it was like what was it May or something? Yeah, some, somewhere. Right. So we've we've got a couple. Is it a couple of films that we haven't done that people have said yeah, about? Yeah. So we might need some more. We so might if we've got one in May. I think keep that we need sending to do them in because if theirs is better than someone else's, we'll have it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So let us know if there's some films you want us to do. Yeah. Um, chuck us over some suggestions. Yeah. Can't promise anything, but yeah. you know, or we can't even premise themes. this one's going to come out. Yeah. Uh, is it still recording that <laughs> thing? I can't it, see. It says the red button's red, mate. Yeah, we're at 50 odd minutes. I so. wish you, I mean, this is the one time I'm going to say this. I wish I was there with you because <laughs> now I'm going to have panic about what's going to come over. It possibly over. will be okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. There All you right. go then, mate. All right. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. Do you want to say goodbye then, Mark? Goodbye then, Mark. See you later, everybody. See you. Bye bye. <laughs> Sorry, mate. What? I'm, I'm just sorry. What? Really? I got arrested the weekend, mate, stealing some straw. What? It's all right, though. I'm out on bail. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping, right, if I'm honest, that that episode didn't record after that. <laughs> so, <laughs> fingers crossed. <laughs> fucking hell, that was bad. <laughs> my, my luck, that'd be the only bit that recorded. <laughs> it was bad. Uh, thanks for that. No worries. I'm not going to say no then. They can characters I find jumping like an idiot. <laughs> Fucked it, aren't I? Do you have to post it again?